right, everybody, what is going on today? It's been a minute. It's been a minute because last week I was not able to do a show because I was in Statesboro. I was doing uh, my thing watching the Georgia Southern Eagles practice, and it was a pretty good-looking practice. I really enjoyed it. And uh, today, um, I'm actually home because I was supposed to go down there again, but had a little family uh, outing that we did yesterday, and that family outing kind of um, threw everything off as far as me going out of town. And it was for the best because hanging out with family is always awesome. It's, it's one of the best things that you can do. And if you have the time or the chance to do that, spend time with your family, even if, you know, you don't have that immediate family, your friends that are close to you are your family and um, just create moments with them. And it was a really good time. I mean, sometimes I forget how big my wife's family is. I mean, she has a huge family. I thought my family was big, but no, she got me beat. <laughs> and it was, it was just amazing because of the fact that, you know, Every time I go out there to see her family or whatever the case may be, I always find or see somebody new, somebody different. And um, it, it's just amazing to see. And it, it's a beautiful thing. It is always a beautiful thing. So um, that that's a whole nother story for another day. At the end of the day, you know, um, just just take the time out and, and, and meet up with your people. You never know what they may go, might be going through or whatever the case may be. All right. This is episode 236 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. I thank everybody who has been supporting the channel. I mean, we made it over 800 subs um, and it's all thanks to you guys. It's not just me and it's not only me. I'm just here just making the content. You guys are the ones that are deciding to watch, deciding to rate this channel, decide to give feedback in the comment section. You guys make this go and it is a beautiful thing. I really, really appreciate that. Um, without you guys, um, none of this will go um, nowhere near the way it is. All right, today what we're going to be doing, we're going to be looking at some of the preseason games. We're going to recap the preseason games, talk a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, also, I'm going to go look into some of the Georgia Southern scrimmage, and, and I'm going to give my thoughts about uh, Madden NFL 22. That just dropped, and um, I think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on um, this game. And uh, I'm, I'm going to let you guys know why in a few seconds. Um, I'm, you know, it, it's just it's just it's just a good thing. And um, I don't know where really to start. Um, I don't know if I want to start with the preseason games, if I want to start with Madden or I want to start with Georgia Southern. Um, but what I will say real quick, um, I will get more into this. As I said, I'm going to talk about this in a second. Madden NFL 22 is a pretty decent game. And I'm going to dwell on that a little bit later, but it's a pretty decent game. I'm thoroughly enjoying the game. And I think um, for the free trial, if you have EA Play, um, I think it's definitely worth the play. And uh, I'm going to get more into that down the road. Um, thank you, Sweet Jones, for being on the um, in the chat. You guys, I mean, you are awesome. You always come through to support. Check out his channel. He has a channel as well. And he does his thing on Twitch. It's not hard to find his information. Just go over there and look as look um, up Sweet Jones. It should pop right on up. Good content over there that he does as well. Um, I guess we can start talking about the preseason games. Um, I did a video about the Atlanta Falcons, so uh, I will get back into that. Um, I'm going to double back on that uh, uh, on the end of these other games. We're going to talk about those. And... Um, 
it's just it's just good to have football back. It's really good to have football back, and some of the quality of the football has actually been pretty decent overall. Some of the rookies are shining; they're looking pretty good as well. And um, at the end of the day, you know, you want to see what these new guys can do. You want to see what they do when they're put in certain positions. Um, it, it's just a beautiful thing. And um, I, I'm I'm gonna go back and talk about the Cowboys and Steelers. Uh, didn't get too much out of that game. Um, Dak Prescott didn't play. Um, I saw a few plays from uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Dwayne Haskins. He didn't look as crisp as I thought he would, and uh, it's just uh a shame that he could be so much, but it looks like he's gonna be in the fall and off. I don't I don't see him getting any uh, better. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, we you know it's preseason, so. It's not too much to judge on, but it is a situation where you can look at it and be like, all right, wait a minute. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just something really uh, weird about preseason. And I mean, it's definitely when it comes to my Falcons, which I'll get into shortly. Um, the Steelers end up winning that game 16 to three. I want to look at a little bit of stats. Um, even though it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter much when it comes to the, uh, the stat line or whatever the case may be. And, um, I mean, even though Dwayne Haskins ended up being 18 to 13, the 54 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. It's just when I saw him, it, it just didn't, he didn't look as comfortable as I thought it'd be, uh, I thought it'd be. And I think that's one thing mostly about the, uh, preseason. You want to have, um, a situation where these guys are comfortable. You want to see if they're executing. You want to see if they're in the right position to make plays. It's not necessarily about, Hey, can these guys, are these guys going to go straight up ball out? I mean, some guys have that talent. That's just, that's just the way it is. And, you know, it, it's just, you know, that's how, especially when you have the first, second rounders come in and play. If they do play in the preseason, you expect those guys to, to uh, stand out. One thing about the preseason though, the preseason has a, a, a way to just have, um, guys that are no names, guys you may not know. Guys who are just trying to make the team and, uh, they're just, uh, going out there to give them their all. In some cases, they're putting on a show for other teams as well. Cause knowing that they're maybe going out there and they know they're not going to make the team because of the roster spot. And, you know, some coaches give them a good solid to say, Hey, look, you go out here. I'm going to show you what you can do. Well, show me what you can do. Put yourself on tape. And with your, with that being said, you being on tape is going to be putting yourself out there for other teams to watch you. You know, uh, it's just, it's just one of the beautiful things when you try to have an eye for talent and a regular normie like myself, you know, I'm not this big person that's on, um, the YouTube. That's a, uh, you know, more or less a, uh, expert at this, but I do have an eye test for certain things that I see. And I see some players that stand out. Some people that some players that I, I can see that, Hey, they might could do something, you know, uh, it's just something that, uh, at, over the years you come through watching stuff like this, you find a way to not only just see who stands out and who does what it is, is where that, um, you just find this, uh, fascinating throughout the seasons or that, that come through every year. Um, Outside of Dwayne Haskins, Najee Harris did play as well. Najee Harris had seven carries for 22 yards, 3.1 yard to carry. Not too bad for us, uh, for, uh, your, your debut on preseason. Um, seven carries is very modest for, um, a first round pick like that. Did a pretty good job of not, you know, 
not really putting itself out there to try to do too much. Um, it was pretty solid. A couple of other players, Claypool had three catches for 62 yards. Um, but for the most part, I'm going to jump over to the uh, Cowboys and see what they did. That, like I said, Dak Prescott did not play. Garrett Gilbert played one, um, nine of 13, 104. Uh, also you had a couple of players running the ball. Uh, Rico Dowell ran the ball eight for 30, 43, had five point yards, 5.4 yards per carry, which is pretty decent. Um, outside of that, I didn't see nothing that was really, that really stood out. I mean, uh, outside of, um, just what the Steelers did. That's, that's basically what was on my mind, what I saw. And with, uh, uh, you know, with the Cowboys, I'm looking at the defense, defense didn't do too much of anything that made me, you know, stand out and say, Hey, these guys are doing something really nice. Uh, Michael Parsons had three tackles. Jabril Cox had three tackles. Uh, nothing that really stood out. So it was very bland, um, in that preseason game, in my opinion. Washington and the Patriots, they played each other. Uh, the Patriots beat uh, Washington 22-13. to 13. Uh, One thing I definitely want to see, I'm looking at Mac Jones, 13-19-87 yards. Cam Newton also came in at 4-7 uh, for, um, four for, seven for 49 yards. Um, Ramon Stevenson had over 100 yards and two touchdowns running the ball, so that's interesting. I did not watch this game, so I don't know when those, uh, when those uh, yards came about. Could be garbage time. Could be later on in the game. You just never know um, when you're not watching the game. We're just looking at the stat line. But that's pretty impressive nonetheless. Get over 100 yards in a preseason game. Um, as far as the rest of the team, nothing really stands out. Once again, it's just preseason. You really have to do the eye test to see some of the stuff. Steven Montez, 17-24, 108, one touchdown, one interception. Did not have... Um, uh, I mean, he had a touchdown, but did throw a pick. Taylor Haneke, 9 of 15, 86. Um, Fitzpatrick, 5 of 8, 58. All those quarterbacks had a solid performance. Not too bad at all. Um, running backs didn't do too much. Jarrett Patterson had 10 carries for 40. Uh, I, I just didn't, I don't see anything that stands out. Once again, um, Logan Thomas, former, uh, quarterback for, um, Virginia Tech. He had one catch for 24 yards. Um, uh, but like I said, I don't, I don't see anything else out here. Like I said, it's just preseason. Going over here, the Steelers played their second game this season, this week. Played against the Eagles. Steelers beat the Eagles twenty four sixteen. Dwayne Haskins did a lot better this time around. Um, I said this earlier based on what I saw the first game. It looked like he did not have his bearings, but this go round looked like he's done a fairly good job. Sixteen to twenty two, sixty one, one hundred sixty one yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Now the thing about the Steelers is the Steelers has a leg up on everybody because they played an extra game, so you're going to get more exposure out there when it comes to certain players. Certain players are going on their second preseason game. They're probably going to get more playing time or whatever the case may be. So Dwayne Haskins had a much better outing. Mason Rudolph, 8-9 for 77 yards. Josh Dobbs, 5-6 for 30. I think he threw an interception the last game, and he threw another one in this one. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Torrey Brooks, James, 9-51, 5.7 yards of carry. Uh, Jalen Samuels ran the ball pretty well once again. You also have some receivers. Uh, let's see. Rico Bussey was the leading receiver. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster actually played. He had three catches for uh, 22 yards. 
Uh, Najee Harris, uh, he had two carries for 10 yards, also had one catch for nine yards. Um, defensively, nothing once again stands out. Justin Lane did have a pick. So, um, that, that's good to see. Um, La Lafayette Pitts also had a pick. So that's always good to see in the preseason that gets your name out there. Nick Mullins threw both of the picks for the uh, Eagles and, uh, he threw both one of five, four yards, two interceptions. Well, I don't know what's going on with Nick Mullins, but, uh, that, that doesn't look good. Jalen Hurts, three of seven, 54. Joe Flacco stood out with 10 of 17, 178, one touchdown. Uh, Quez Watkins had one touchdown catch for 79 yards. Dallas Gordon had, um, Gordon had one catch for 34. Uh, looks like, um, the offense did okay. Kenneth Gainwell had, uh, two for 14. Jason Huntley had four for 15. Carrion Johnson. I'm surprised that he's an eagle. I didn't know he was an eagle. Jordan Howard's back on the team as well, but nothing stands out it, once again. I mean, quarterback play is going to look a little different because more players going to be on the, um, they're going to have more playing time, but, um, uh, it's good to see what's going on there. Uh, um, Let's see. Don't want to get in too much any of these other games. Titans and Falcons. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Bills beat the Lions 16 to 15. Cowboys and Cardinals. Cowboys, that's their second game. Um, not too much exposure for any player, uh, for the most part, unlike the last game I talked about. Also, you had, um, the Bills versus, I say Bills versus Lions. The, the Dolphins played the Bears 13 to 20. The Bears, um, beat the Dolphins. Tua Tungavailoa had uh, 8 of 11 for 99 yards. He did throw a pick. Um, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett had 6 of 10. Reed uh, Sinet had 6 of 10 as well. Justin Fields came out to 14 of 20, 142 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. So that that's, that looks really good for him. Um, Nick Foles only threw the ball three times with one for three. And Andy Dalton threw the ball four times, two for four. Justin Fields also ran five carries for 33 yards, also had a touchdown. Looking really good over there with Justin Fields. A lot of people are already saying that, hey, um, these guys should have, in Atlanta, should have drafted Justin Fields. But um, for what we see now, um, that wasn't the case. That wasn't in the cards for uh, Arthur Smith and company. And us as Falcons fans are probably going to hear this the entire year. That's probably just going to be the case. So with that being said, just be prepared for that. Um, let's see. I don't see anything else that stood out. Justin Hardy had a catch, former Falcon, Chris Lacey. Yeah, nothing else stood out really. Uh, Artavius Pierce actually played five carries with 50 yards. Ryan Nall and you came up here to come downstairs, baby. All right, just give me a second. I'll take you downstairs. You come upstairs or come downstairs. That's my son, everybody. You got to love him. He does this every time. All right, so um, give me one second, and I'll be right back. Let me take a quick break real quick, and I'll see you guys in a second. All right, I'm back. Um, that's a, back to this. I'm going to look at the – don't see anything else on the Bears that I saw. All right, Dolphins, Um, once again, Tua – through a pick. I'm looking at anything else. The receivers might just, um, uh, I can't pronounce his name right. Jasicki, two catches for 52 yards. Lynn Bowden had four for 47. Savon Ahmed had one for 50. So it, it's nothing really standing out. Once again, Duke Riley played, former Falcon, had, uh, four tackles to assist it. Um, 
nothing else out there. Let's go to the next game and let's see. Broncos and Vikings. Broncos beat up on the Vikings 33-6. to uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 7-8, 74 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Drew Locke, 5-7, 151, two touchdowns. That's going to be a really good quarterback battle right there. It's going to be a really good quarterback battle. Because with that being said, both of these guys are playing pretty good. Drew Locke, I mean, you know, another year under his belt. Teddy Bridgewater has always been efficient. So that's going to be really interesting to see throughout the season. Just something to watch. Javante Williams, the, the, fre- um, the, well, I was about to say freshman, the rookie out of North Carolina had five carries for 29 yards. Uh, Royce Freeman, five carries for 33. KJ Hamler had two catches for 105. One was a touchdown. Um, Trinity ben- Benson, Jared Judy had one catch for 33. Trinity Benson had four carries. I mean, four catches for 36. Had two touchdowns. Um, as far as the defense goes, uh, didn't see anything that stood out. Patrick Sertain did have an interception, so that's good to see. You know, as a rookie, you want to see that. You definitely want to see that. So. Good job by them. As far as the Vikings go, who was with the quarterback? Kellen Mond played. Jake Brown and played. Kellen Mond, 616, 53 yards. Asim Rose, Rose, I think I'm going to say that right. 25 carries for 100 yards. So they gave him the ball a lot for this game. That's a lot. Um, Didn't see anything that stood out on my end. I'm looking at uh the defense. Once again, there's just nothing there. Nothing there, but, you know, it's just a lot of things on defense just you just don't see. Saints and Ravens. I watched a little bit of this game. 14-17, to 17, Ravens beat the Saints. The Saints were up on them at the time. Um, looked like every quarterback on the Saints threw a pick. Ian Book, Taysom Hill, and Jameis Winston threw a pick. He did throw a touchdown pass. I did manage to catch that touchdown pass. It was a pretty good throw. Um... 8 of 12, 81 yards for Tyson Hill, 7 of 12, 96 yards for James Winston, Ian Book, 9 of 16, 126. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think their quarterback situation is going to be as dire as we think. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a pretty decent, um, outing for their quarterbacks. And, um, I don't think they're going to be anywhere close to what they used to be, but I don't think it's going to be a horrible nightmare like our backups did in um in preseason for the Falcons, but you know, we'll get to that shortly. Um I noticed that the I noticed that the uh the Saints has a lot of good a lot of big receivers that are trying to play some football. I mean Jordan Hump little Jordan Humphrey got some height on him. Jawan Johnson is another one. So um be on the lookout for that. Uh, Devontae Freeman actually played had six carries for six yards, the former Falcon uh tory jones was the one that carried the most six seven carries for 82 looking at the defense here um nothing stands out once again like the preseason nothing really stands out when it comes to defense tyler huntley and trace mcsorley played quarterback for the ravens tyler huntley looked pretty good 12 16 79 yards trace mcsorley 11 for 18 86 he did throw a pick um as far as the running game uh, nothing really stands out in the running game. Uh, also, um, oh, sorry, nothing stands out in the passing game. The running game was a little bit different. Tyler Huntley also ran for 43 yards. Tyson Williams ran for 41. And, uh, J.K. Dimes had three carries for no yards. Let's look at something else. Let's see. Browns and Jaguars, 23-3. to I mean, 23-13. to 
Uh, first and foremost, we're going to look at Trevor Lawrence, 69 to 71 yards. C.J. Beathard, uh, 13 for um, 13 to 16 for 102. One touchdown, no um interceptions. Uh, let's see. <laughs> no need to respect the old guy. He's still recovering, getting punched by his wife. Ha, 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 ha. I see that. Hey, man, look. Hey, Dwayne Haskins, you know, you know, you know, you know. Let me cheat that live chat. You know, you know, you know. Um, Gardner Mishu actually played as well. So, um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starter, but at the end of the day, um, we're looking at a situation with, uh, Trevor Lawrence where he's going to be the starter. James Robinson, the, the highlight of the, of the Jaguars last year had three of 13. Travis Etienne had one carry for two yards. Um, Farrell Cooper. So I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I don't see anything coming from Travis Etienne in a passing game because I thought they were going to use him in a passing game as well. No Tim Tebow sighting. I did see one clip of him trying to block somebody, but, uh, uh you know, yeah, that, that's another story for another day. I'm not going to get into that. Nothing really shining on the Jaguars. The Browns, you had Case Keenum and Kyle Latua playing. And uh, let's see. I think I said that. Oh, Laletta, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Um, 19-27, two twelve, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Delvon Davis and Ryan Switzer. Ryan Switzer, wow, I forgot about him. But both of them caught the touchdown passes. The running game just looked really bad right that right here. Um, I'm not going to think that this is an indictment of um, what they're going to be in their season. Obviously not. But there was nothing to see on the running game. Nothing to really see on the passing game either. Nothing really stands out. Defensively, I don't see anything either. Um, JLK had uh, seven tackles, one assisted tackle, and one sack. Richard LeCount had an interception. That's good to see the former Bulldog get an interception, so that's good. Bengals and Buccaneers. Um, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady did not play. No, he did not. We had Blaine Gabbert. Kyle Trask actually, actually played. Oh, Tom Brady did play. One of two of nine yards. Ryan Griffin had two interceptions. Kyle Trask, four of 15 for 35 yards. Oh, my God. Who, Kyle Trask. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I saw that fail block on Tebow. Oh, my God, that was terrible. <laughs> hey, I saw that. I was like, what in the world was that? Hey, man. Hey, hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> hey, that was terrible. Leonard Fournette had two carries for two yards. Um, O.J. Howard, I, I wanted to see how well this kid's going to be. But uh, he had one catch for 15. Uh, for the Bengals, Brown, Brandon Allen has 7 for 10 for 77 yards. Kyle Sherman had 12 for 19. Um, nothing standing out. Chakwiz Patrick had 15 carries for 71. Uh, nothing in the passing game. I saw Jamar Chase did get one catch for 16 yards. So that's good to see. T. Higgins, Thaddeus, Moss, Tyler Boyd. They got a pretty good um, receiving um, core. It looks pretty good. Um, on the defense, I didn't see nothing that stand out. Nothing stands out at all. Um, let's see. Jets played the Giants 12 to 7. Eesh. Zach Wilson, 69 to 63 yards. That's good to see. Mala Michael Piron had 12 of 30. Um, I don't see anything there that stands out either. The Giants, um, Mike Glennon did play. So Mike Glennon signed it 3 of 7 to 20 yards. Clayton Thorson. 
five of sixteen, seventy-two yards, one touchdown. Uh, let's see, nothing else there that I see that stands out. Um, Texas played the Packers. Okay, Texas played the Packers. Tyrod Taylor was four for four. Jeff Driscoll actually played. Davis Mills got to play. Davis Mills is a guy that I was high on ever since he left Georgia, well, the state of Georgia, to go to Stanford. Now he's playing for the Texans. 11 to 22, 112 and one pick. Not good, not good numbers right there, but, uh, we'll see. Cause, um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the running to try to get that job. Um, no real word on what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Um, that's just, that's turning into a mess. It really is. Um, as far as everybody else on the team, uh, Scotty Phillips had 13 carries. Um, Hardy Nickerson had three tackles. Uh, Tremont Smith had an interception outside of that. I don't see anything that stands out. Uh, Packers wise, Jordan Love, 12 of 6, 17, 122. Kurt Benkert, former Falcon, 12 of 18 for one interception. Um, nothing really here. Devin Funches had six catches for 70 yards, so that looks pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Amari Rogers actually played. AJ Dillon had uh, a carry and he, um, had one reception defensively. Um, Kevon Ito had an interception, but nothing else really stands out. Josh Jackson led with five tackles. Um, Chiefs and Niners. Chiefs and Niners. Uh, let's see. The Chiefs. Let's see. Andy Gordon. Uh, played quarterback, 11 to 17, 79 yards. Chad Henney siding, 6 of 9, one touchdown, one interception. Patrick Mahomes threw two passes, one pass for four yards. Jared McKinnon, the former Georgia Southern standout, shout out to Jared McKinnon, three carries for 19 yards, 6.3 yards a carry. He also had two catches for 22, 21 yards. So he's representing very well. Good to see that. Good to see that. Um, Let's see. I don't see anything else that stands out here. Everybody else had one catch, one catch here. Um, as far as the defense, nothing stands out there. Um, what's going on, man? Good to see you. You suit your night. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Let's look at the 49ers. We have Trey Lance actually played five of 14, 128. A lot of that came off that 80 yard throw. Um, but five of 14 is not good, but he'll get better. Josh Rosen sighting 10 of 15, 19 yards. He did throw a pick. Jimmy Garoppolo three of three for 26. Um, as far as running the ball, um, Jamichael hasty 10 carries for 63 yards. Uh, didn't see anything else that stood out. Um, in December Webster had one carry for 34. Okay. Trey Sermon, Nine carries for 26 and eh, not the best. Trent Shetfield, the one who caught the touchdown from Trey Lance was uh one of 80. So he only caught that one catch. Jawan Jink Jennings had one for 26. Uh, Debo Samuels had one of three. As far as the defense, you had, uh, Damon, uh, Demore Lenore had one interception. So, uh, that pretty much was it on that one. Let's jump to the next game, Seahawks and Raiders. That's my second team. I like the Raiders. I've always been somewhat of a fan of the Raiders when the Falcons was not playing. Um, Sean Mannion played, so last 7-11 for 34. Geno Smith. Whoa, Geno Smith is still on the team for the Seahawks? Wow. Um, 4 of 10 for 46. Alex McGough had one, uh, he threw one touchdown pass, but he had a 6 of 10 
for 54 yards. Um, McGoal also ran for 25 yards as well. Josh Johnson had um, three of 11. DJ Dallas, what a name, had uh, five for 24. I don't see anything else that stands out here as far as the running game goes. Um, let's see. Passing DJ Dallas also had two carries, um, two catches for 45. He had a touchdown catch. As far as the defense, Trey Flowers had uh, three catches, I mean, three um, t- um, tackles. Ryan Neal had an interception. Let's look at the Raiders. All right, Trey Ragus. Let me tell you something about Trey Ragus. Trey Ragus is a running back that played for Louisiana. I watched him play against Georgia Southern. This kid could be something special. Um, I, 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 he's he's pretty good. I, 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 I've always was a fan of him, even when they played against us at Georgia Southern. I, I you know, uh, played against us. So I, I'm glad that he's getting some shine in the NFL. Uh, as far as everybody else. Nathan Peterman, uh, 29 of 39, 246. He threw a pick. You know how that goes. Bo Scarborough had four carries for 10 yards. Um, let me see what else I see. I don't see anything else that stands out. Nothing else that stands out at all. So with that being said, um, I'm going to go to the next one. Um, Let's see. Who else played? Where am I? Um, lose my, okay. The last game we had, which, well, well, not the last game. As of this recording, the last game we had the Chargers and Raiders. The chairs, the, your, your truck is downstairs. All right. I'll get it because I know you're just going to want to go right back downstairs. So give me a second. Uh, let's go to the Chargers and Rams. LA Chargers played the LA Rams. Chase Daniel actually had to play 15 to 24 for 104. Easton Stick, 7-7 for 63. That is interesting. Really interesting to see. Um, Nothing else really stands out. I don't see, especially in the receiver side. Nobody caught a touchdown. A lot of short passes. Looks pretty good. Justin Jackson had five uh, carries for 13 yards. Larry Rontree, the second, had eight carries for 63. Nothing else out here. Asante Samuel had a couple of, had three tackles. John Brandon III had one interception. Yeah, that's pretty much it for that. We do have another game that's going to be later on. Um, As of this recording today at 1 o'clock, the Panthers play the Colts. Come here. Come here. Come here. Get from over there. Let me guess. You're stuck now. You can't get out. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on one second, everybody. There you go. I don't want you to get stuck over there, baby. Yeah, I don't want you to get stuck over there. All right, so like I said, the last game that we have is the Panthers and the Colts. They play at 1 o'clock. I expect to see Sam Darnold play a little bit. And um, the Colts, I mean, they have a quarterback problem, so I don't know who's going to be playing over there, Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger. I don't know. It's it's a really big situation because Carson Wentz is still down. Don't know how that's going to play out, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Let's jump into the Falcons real quick. The Falcons, oh, boy, I, I talked about this on my last video. Um, Nothing on my end really stood out um, as far as the offense. 
Felipe Franks and AJ McCarron were basically running for their lives. The offensive line was just not doing good at all. So with that being said, they were in a situation where they had to run every time they hiked the ball. So that was not a good look for them. But at the end of the day, it's preseason and the offensive line has to do what they have to do. And um, with that being said, they're going to have a lot of work to do. A lot of um, a lot of personnel changes going to have to be done on the right side of the, of the um, offensive line. And it's going to be um, a long road to see how that's going to play out. Come here, son. Come here. You want to go back downstairs? Okay. I'm going to do, I'm going to take a break and we'll go downstairs. And, um, I just think at the end of the day, it's just going to be a long road for the offensive line. And the defense was fine. Didn't have a problem with the defense at all. The defense did really good as far as, um, getting some sacks, breaking up some passes. They did what they were supposed to do overall. Um, I love the blitz packages. They look really good. They look really, really good. And at the end of the day, um, I want to touch on that in a second. Just give me one minute. I'm going to take my son downstairs once again. Give me one second. All right, I'm back. Had the music playing a little bit. I didn't know it was going to play, but that's cool. Nevertheless, um, let's get back into the defense. The defense is um, looking really good. I like what DMPs have done. DMPs done a fairly good job as far as uh, getting these guys in order, getting the guys in position to do a lot. Um, I think, let's see, defensively, let me look. Defensively, we had one, two, three. We got to the quarterback three times, not to mention how many times we hurried them. But the thing is, if you can't get anything out of your offense, at the end of the day, the defense, I mean, the defense can't hold up for so long. It's kind of one of the situations we had when we was playing against the, um, it's kind of one of the situations we had when we was playing, when, when Georgia Southern was playing last year. The offense just couldn't do nothing for the defense. And that, I mean, that's just in all aspects of football. It just happens that way. If you can't get anything together when it comes to, um, when it, when it comes to the, the on offense, the defense only going to hold up, up for so long. I like the scramble by Felipe Franks. I like what they tried to do with the running game to start off. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to get the quarterback some time in the pocket to throw the ball. Adrian McCarron throws a pick. Felipe Franks went two of nine for 16 yards, a couple of drop passes. But there's there's really no excuse. At the end of the day, we're going to have to do something with the offensive line. And I know it's just one game, or whatever the case may be, but you, we're going to have to do something about that because we just can't have that going on all the time. It's just something that's just not going to be happening when it comes to um, it, when it comes to actually playing some football. And you just have to, in the trenches, it's just going to have to happen. On the opposite side of the defensive linemen, they're looking pretty good. I cannot complain with any of that. And uh, and, and I think uh, it's not an indictment on how this game played out overall. We just saw what happened when you have um, the offensive line or the trenches is not holding up for you. I don't care how good your quarterback is, it's just not going to do any good. When it comes to the Titans, Logan Woodside, 10 or 15, 84 yards through a touchdown. Matt Barkley also threw a touchdown. Um, Makai Sargent actually was able to run the ball pretty decent. 16 carries for 58. Darion Evans had four carries for 66, um, four carries for 26 yards, 6.5 yards a carry. He had one good run to start off. I think that was the one that set off the 26 yards. So it wasn't too much of a, 
a big deal as far as him actually carrying. It was only four carries. Um, uh, I think what was that receiver? Was it Kinsey? I think it was Kinsey. He was the one that was like really catching the ball pretty well. Didn't get a touchdown, but he did pretty good to get open a few times. Defensively, I didn't see much on the Titan side defensively at all. Just, at the end of the day, it was just a bunch of guys just getting through that right side. Um, Wyatt Ray, um, 1.5 on the sacks. Rashad Weaver also had 1.5 on the sacks. Um, uh, I cannot pronounce his name. Olaskin Kami Adenshi. I think that's right. He had a sack as well. Um, so it, it was something to, to see. David Long had the interception. As far as the Falcons go, like I said, the Falcons, Dorian Etheridge had 13 total tackles. I mean, he's the one that stood out. Also saw Richie Grant do some good things. Jalen Hawkins had the sack as well. Um, uh, Enter Takumbo Ogundeje, I can say that name. He looked pretty good as well, so that was a pretty good um look right there. So at the end of the day, um not the Georgia Southern one. At the end of the day, the Falcons are looking good and um I like what I see. At the end of the day, um we're gonna have to get better on the offensive line. I think once that happens, I think everything is gonna be fine. And I don't think it's anything to really, you know, ring um hang your hat on because it's the first game of preseason but when it comes to this game this is the team that stands out the most for me and i watched them and i and i listen uh to what's going on with the team and i give a, a report as well so with that being said we'll we'll see how things play out um it's going to be really uh fun to see for the rest of the season uh, i cannot wait to see how that goes let's jump over to uh georgia southern i'm gonna go over there to them and we're going to talk about their scrimmage. Um, once again, preseason is starting. And with that being said, well, preseason has started for the college football teams. And right now, Georgia Southern is going through their scrimmage. If you're not really familiar with this team, I advise you to get familiar. This is a fun team to watch. It's a fun team to actually uh, follow. And um, this, this is my this is my team right here. I mean, I, I love them ever since I've been young. So um, this is the way to go. Let's get right into this. Scrimmage started the number one um uh, offense against the number one defense. Uh touchdown pass Justin Tomlin threw to Caleb um Caleb Hood on the first play. Um Amari Jones had 5 yards rushing and um also let's see uh, they had another touchdown where Justin Tomlin handed the ball off to JD King. JD King my favorite, well, probably probably is my favorite Georgia Southern Eagle right now behind Cameron Ransom, but that's another story for another day. Second team comes in against the second team defense, six plays. Cameron Ransom handed the ball off to Jordan Peterson. I mean, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Pearson for a touchdown. So um, that's really good to see. Um, so I didn't say, uh, I guess it was a 20-yard run. I didn't say. But um, got a touchdown on that play as well. All right, then we jump over to the third string, goes up against the third string defense. Um, What's his name? Sam Kennison completes a, job, a pass to Jeremy Horton. Didn't say anything outside of that, so uh looks like the offense is just rolling right along. Um, Number one offense against the number one defense once again. Justin Tomlin pitches the ball off to Caleb Hood, and he gets another touchdown, runs it in for 66 yards. Um, 
Then the second team versus the uh, second defense, or second offense versus second defense. Looks like um, Tyler Bride, uh, defensive back for Georgia Southern, one of, uh, really good player, um, got the interception, uh, a long pass. I'm guessing that Cameron Ransom threw that ball. But nevertheless, we got some defensive play right here. The defense is doing what they do. And it gets the interception. Third um offense going against the third string defense. Got three plays on this. Um let's see. Who's this? Justin Myers. Uh he breaks up a pass, free safety. Breaks up a pass that was thrown by Amari Jones. And um Davian Rhodes gets a sack. Defensive end out of Georgia Southern as well. So the defense is stepping up once again. All right, let's look at once again. Here's another series right here. First offense versus first defense. Um, six plays on this one, but um, the one that stands out, Justin Tomlin threw a pass to um, who is this? Get don't get don't get me to uh, start uh, lying. Let me find out right now because his Twitter handle is a little different. Emil Smith. <laughs> Sorry about that. Emil Smith caught the ball. Uh, uh, for um for 13 yards all right now the third string offense comes back out and let's see then we had uh tam kennison with a 13 yard run first uh offense jumps in with the first uh string defense once again justin tomlin with his third touchdown pass he throws it to bo johnson the tight end uh for georgia southern bo johnson looks really good i watched bo johnson in practice and the practice I went to last week and he looked really, really good. I was highly impressed on how good he looked. And um he was open a lot during practice when they did their little small um um uh lineups and scrimmage up last week. So um so that's another touchdown pass to Bo Johnson. Jalen White, um this guy here's a beast. I did a video on him. You might want to go check that out. Um I think this kid is the next thing coming. He is um He's, he's, he's nice. Runs the ball for 12 yards for a touchdown. Last year during scrimmage, he ran the ball like 60 something yards. He's, he's a hard man to bring down. So, um, I want to see him touch the ball a lot. Um, second string versus second string defense, offense versus defense. Fumble recovered by Justin Birdsong. Big time play by Justin Birdsong. He was really good in the RNL carrier New Orleans bowl last year. Um, let's see. We got, uh, Carry on Smith, defensive lineman gets a tackle. Cameron Ransom ran in for a touchdown. Here's another um here's another series right here. Third string versus third string. Um 18 yard pass from Sam Kennison to Andrew Douglas. Andrew Douglas gets a catch as well. Didn't say it was a touchdown or not. Um second string offense um uh, versus second string defense. We have uh, Cameron Ransom with the 26-yard pass to Caleb Hood and a 40-yard run by uh, Terion Dixon. So uh, pretty good plays right there for the second string. Third string offense versus third string defense. I think this was the last drive of the game. Um, Amari Jones, 12-yard pass to Sean Pell Kissing. Shout out Sean Pell Kissing and his mom, um, Miss Sabi, I think I said that right. I want to, I always think that I get that wrong, but shout out to them. Great, great group of people right there. Always um being supportive of their son, Sean Pell Kissing. Good to see him get a catch. He's been doing pretty good in practice as well. Jalen White also with the 25 yard run. So 
The scrimmage looks pretty good on both sides. The offense looked like they're a little tilted more from the defense. But at the end of the day, um, we have a situation where the team looks pretty good offensively. And we see some passing plays. One thing that we don't do as much at Georgia Southern is pass the ball. But for right now, look like that's going to be into the um the offense. So that's going to be really cool to see. And um, I cannot wait to see how that plays out. And um, hopefully we get that uh, all squared away. As far as um, cleaning up on the passing game, because with our quarterbacks, and I think we'll be okay because cleaning up the passing game is one thing that we were not very good at last year. And um, maybe we'll get that together. And I can't wait to see how that plays out. So there you go. Georgia Southern scrimmage went down yesterday in Statesboro. And um, sadly, I was not able to catch that. Also, sadly, I was not able to go and see them play or see them practice today. Um, I just was not able to make the trip. But nevertheless, I'm here giving you guys as much content as possible. Give you my two cents on all things related football and gaming. Speaking of gaming, let's get into this last topic before I go. Let me give you some thoughts about Madden NFL 22. Um, I like the game. I like the game a lot. I like it more than I thought I would. Um, Played on my Twitch channel. You can check out all the content from my Twitch channel if you want to see what I did over there. But I will give you some insight on how I feel about the game. The game is really smooth. Yes, there are some wonky plays, some glitches, and some bugs. But as far as playing football, I really enjoy what I'm playing right now. I probably will be streaming the game some more later on today. But um, I love the animations. The animations look good. Um, the passing game is actually more realistic. Not too many people talk about that. The passing game looks really good when it comes to incomplete passes, overthrows, underthrows. Um, ball placement, um, that is something that, that 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 has been worked on, and you can tell if you have been playing the game. Also, um, the running game is not um is not lacking either. The running game looks pretty good. The running animations are nice. Um, the tackling is has been improved. I think if anything, I want to expound upon is just the basic glitches on the field. I I I don't have a problem with the game on the field. Yeah, there may be some zone um um logic that's maybe out of out of um out of want uh, out of uh, out of whack, but for the most part, everything played pretty much like I wanted to. It was not bad at all. Um, quarterback pressure really counts. If you pressure the quarterback, they're going to panic, and if they panic, you're probably can be able to get an interception, or at a minimum, you're going to force an incomplete pass. You know, at one point, it wasn't always like that. I mean, it was a lot going on with the game where it was set up for the AI to just do what they want to do. Now they're doing things because they they have no, they really don't have a choice. You know, they don't have a choice to do the most logic thing possible. So therefore, the game as the game itself is pretty cool. You know, so um, I just think at the end of the day, if they don't do anything to touch the game and don't do anything out of whack. Um, I think it's going to be a solid game. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to do this. If you want to, the numbers down at the, at the bottom, 803-767-4242. If you want to call in, this is a good time to do so. Now you can give me your thoughts about what you've seen this weekend, what your thoughts about Madden, whatever the case may be. This is a good time to call in. The number once again is 803-767-4242. Also, 
This podcast, this uh, this show will be on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. It's going to be um Anchor, Stitch. Uh, I don't think it's on Stitcher yet. Um, it's going to be on Spotify. So if you want to watch or li- or if you want to listen to this at your own leisure, that's where it's going to be. So if you want to um. If you want to uh, listen and be your own program director, that's a good thing, a good way to go about it. You can um, actually listen to this throughout the entire week. Uh, also, um, I I like the franchise mode. Franchise mode looks really good. The the UI looks very intuitive. A lot of things you could do off the field that actually gives you a sense of actually building a team. It's something that's been long overdue. And um, it, they finally got it in, and they said they're gonna be building on it. So I can't wait to see how this plays out, because I want to see this, um, actually get this uh franchise mode where it needs to be, because it's been lacking for over a decade. It's been really, really bad when it comes to uh actually playing franchise mode and doing all this other stuff. It's just been something that 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 could have been avoided. If they would have just listened to the customer and you know, to their credit, now they're listening and the gameplay on the field is actually pretty good. So I'm here for it. I like what, what they bring to the table. I have no quarrels with what's going on with Madden so far. Um, like I said, as far as the bugs, I had an interception that was just way out of whack. Um, you can see that on my Twitch channel as well. Also, if you wanted to see, um, as far as, uh, the UI, the kicking UI is missing. Um, it goes away sometimes. If you have a situation to where, um, you don't have, um, the kicking meter, you're going to have to pause the game and unpause it. It pops back up, but that's what happened to me earlier as well. So, um, for the most part, Madden, I give it a solid eight as an impression. That's not necessarily a rating of the game. Out of eight out of ten, I walked away with the eight, like thinking, okay, this game is all right. And um it's just a shame that a lot of people don't necessarily um want to give this game the 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 little bit of props it deserves. Everybody thinks it should be way up here on a high echelon of games. And I get it, because it's the only football game in town. But after all this time, you know what you're getting into when you play Madden at this point. You know what you're getting into. So it's no reason to think that it's going to change if this, that, and the third is going to happen. It, it is what it is. You know, I mean, Madden's going to be maddening. And with that being said, it's okay. It's all right if Madden's going to be the way it is. So um, I personally just feel that um, the game is all right. It's in a good space. It could be better, but it's in a good space. So, I mean, with that being said, I'm I'm okay with what's going on here. I'm definitely okay with it, and uh, hopefully that they will build on that and are able to, um, you know, make it better, make it much better. Uh, April Thomas comes in with uh, in the chat, said, do I think the Atlanta Falcons need to cut the backup quarterback, A.J. McCarron? Right now, no. I don't think they need to cut him just yet. You still got two more preseason games. You still have a lot to go Um you still got a lot of ways to go before you make that decision. But if they do cut them, I would not be against it. But I don't think I think it's just too early because you know, the factor behind that is you have to see what the offensive line did. The offensive line really didn't give him any help as far as 
trying to um they really didn't give him any help as far as trying to uh sit in the pocket and throw the ball. They didn't do too much to help him. He was um running for his life, especially on that right side. But is that an indictment on that AJ McCarron could be better? No, I think he's just a bona fide backup. I think he's a bona fide backup and as of right now, I don't think it's time to, to cut him just yet. But like I said, if they do cut him, I would not be opposed to it. I mean, I like what Felipe Franks did. I think Felipe Franks could easily be quarterback number two. Um, as far as AJ McCarron being quarterback number three or cut, I'm okay with that. I don't have, um, I, I don't, I don't see a big deal either way, but I don't think you should cut him right now off of what you saw in game one. Um, because, like I said, there was other factors in between that. You know, the offensive line did not help him. I don't care who was back there throwing the ball. I don't care who was back there throwing the ball. Uh, at the end of the day, everybody was going to look bad back there. Everybody was going to look bad when it comes to the way the offensive line played. It's just, I mean, that's just a given. So, um, I don't know um, as far as cutting them right away. You know I mean? I'm not opposed to it if they do. But right now, I can see that. Seven, I would say 50-50 was not his fault the way how bad he played. 50-50 was not his fault. Um, Like I said, if you want to call in, anybody want to call in, you can call in. The number is 803-767-4242. Uh, also, you can um hit me up on Skype. Uh, if you are on Skype, just go into Skype. Um, uh, The email is virtualfootball at gmail.com. You can go there and um, you can meet up with me on Skype and we could talk through that way. Either way, it's fine. If not, that's cool, too, because I'm pretty much out of all the topics that I talked about. Um, good question right there about Miss uh, April Thomas. And um, that was a pretty good uh, question because a lot of people are looking into getting rid of A.J. McCarron. A lot of people are getting getting into getting rid of good bit of people. Some people are not as high on Jalen Mayfield as they thought they would be. Um as far as uh, defensively, Chris Williamson's another one. He got um, lit up a couple times on the plays as well. So um, it wasn't a good look for those two guys. I like the front seven. Front seven looked pretty good. Um, the running game was so-so, even though that the uh, offensive line did not help much. The running game was just so-so. A um, couple of eight-yard runs. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, it would look good. Um couple of carries for pretty decent Caleb Huntley did okay um AJ McCarron he had to run for his life Dante Foreman could have done better three carries for 10 yards not too bad but hey at the end of the day um it's just one game just goes for all these teams and we'll see how things play out um I do expect probably McCarron to go back out there again and play first but I do want to see more Felipe Franks um with him running the ball and if he can get the the receivers to catch the ball we we may have something there. So with that being said, um I think everything's gonna be all right. Once again, if you guys want to call in, you can. If not, I will start out with the outro and don't want to hold anybody up. I do appreciate everybody who came here to watch this show. I do the show every Sunday around 10, 10 30. Try to get this thing going. Trying to be a pregame show. I also throughout the week do recorded um videos. Um, you guys can go check those out as well on the YouTube channel, First and Frame Rates. And um, this uh, this show will be up on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. It's going to be on all your platforms. Anchor. It's going to be all on all those platforms for you guys to check out. 
and um listen over there at your own convenience you don't have to actually wait to, for me to go live or come back to the youtube channel to actually um listen to this like i said all on your um platforms that you want to listen to your podcast this show will be on there so uh that's pretty much going to be it for me if you guys got any questions put them in the chat real quick if you want to call in call in real quick if not i'm going to be up out of here this episode once again is episode 236 of the first and frame rate show i am vf baller we talked about the atlanta falcons we talked we did a little bit of recap of the preseason also we did a georgia southern uh scrimmage talked about how well those guys did offensively and defensively and i gave my thoughts about madden nfl 22 i think this game is um pretty decent i like the game for what it is and um i'm going to be streaming much more of it i definitely am and uh, I think that uh, you guys can come over there to the Twitch channel. I will be streaming probably later on today. I do have to run a few errands. But when I get back, I'll be right here in the studio tube stream once again. So, um, don't guys don't have any more questions. I don't see any. Nobody's calling in. All right. Well, I guess that's going to be it for me. You guys be safe. Thank you guys once again for watching. Hit the like button if you haven't already. Share this show. Share this channel. Let people know what I'm doing over here because for the most part, I'm talking Falcons. I'm talking Georgia Southern. I'm talking a little bit of Madden and other games that are out there. I'll probably put on the show and put on the channel as well. I recently did a showcase of NBA Live 96 where I showed the un uh, somewhat of an unboxing. I rated the package of the clamshell and the game itself. So you guys can check all that out. I'm going to get up out of here. You guys be easy. I'll see you guys on the next one. You guys be blessed. Peace.